all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another all-season edition of the Who Dat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. And as always, my name is Andrew Galata. And welcome back into this kind of weird episode here as it is Friday the 13th and the coronavirus outbreak has really paralyzed the sports world. Obviously, we're going to get into that. Some Drew Brees news, some good news with that. And then also some players being cut before free agency officially starts as as to go on a schedule. And very, very interesting. We're going to obviously get right to that. I think that's going to be our main topic. First topic of this episode It's really going to be the coronavirus outbreak here as All major sports have canceled their seasons that are playing right now. NBA canceled. MLB delayed the start. Golf canceled. Everything canceled. NHL canceled. Any event, uh, NCAA tournament canceled. So everything's canceled. All spring sports are canceled. College baseball canceled. All that stuff. So basically right now, there's no sports playing. You have a national emergency that I believe was just granted um, by on the national level, obviously a lot of states declaring state of emergency, so obviously some serious business here. So we're going to get how this affects the NFL, the NFL offseason, and then obviously just basically we're going to get how it affects the NFL, because obviously this is not a political podcast, so we're not going to get into the politics of it. This is not an NBA podcast, so we're not going to talk about the NBA and how that affects their season, same with all the other leagues. We're going to talk about how it affects the NFL, and it's just very interesting because now... Basically, football is going to be the only thing that brings people together here now in the spring with this next week for free agency. going to be a busy week. I think everyone knows that. And it's going to take over. It would have took over the headlines regardless, but now it definitely will because nothing else will be talking. We won't be talking about anything else. We will see if the NFL free agency period even goes down, which is just extremely interesting here. And I think I'm just going to get right into it. I'd be fine if they canceled it just for a week or two. Because you would like to see players visit, but I don't think that's possible right now. Just how, how the spread of this thing is going. I don't know if we could even have free agent visits. Maybe we could and just quarantine those people, make sure that everybody's healthy before they step in the building. But I don't know if these teams are going to take those chances. A lot of teams are pulling their scouts off You know, when looking at players. A lot of, of these guys, these draft, the pro days, canceled. Very, very interesting because a lot of these colleges are not taking a chance. So that means the pro teams... They're going to have trouble taking a chance on this. It seems like the NFL is planning to conduct their league, new league year like usual, on Wednesday. It looks like they're going to have that still free agent period on starting on Monday, that tampering period. And the CBA, um, we'll see if that passes this weekend. And we'll, I mean, I don't know. First of all, I think even before this, I think the NFL could have moved back their league year just because this is a very cramped schedule for the NFL. Just to take the whole outside stuff. Right now, let's say if the world is perfectly fine right now, you would have on Saturday... You would have a um, you would have this league the league voting and that would end and then basically you're giving your teams uh, all the NFL teams one day to practice for, uh, the, to get the franchise tag all in order to see if it's going to work or not and then basically at Monday at 11:59 and this is like around noon time then you're going to have basically we'll see the players who get franchise tagged and then right after that tampering period starts and then guys will sign and stuff like that it's very very interesting and teams can talk to players. It's going to be very, even that schedule is packed, but now add this extra barrier where it seems like physical contact with these players, I don't know how possible that's going to be. Obviously, we're going to see, again, I don't know what the NFL is going to do now. 
We do have FaceTime. We do have basically any way you can see face-to-face over the internet. The all NFL teams are going to have that. We all have that technology. But if you're a player, would you want to see how the facility works in person compared to online? And there's definitely an added dimension to that. It's going to be very interesting to see what players do and what the NFL is going to do with this. Because right now, look, if free agency goes on, it's just... Again, it's, it's going to be a different way of looking at it, a different way of conducting it, because a lot of teams will like their players. I, I know the Saints love to have in-person visits. We don't know if that's going to happen, be able to happen now, and not all teams do that, and not all free agency even warrants a visit just because how quick the process is. And you don't know, they probably FaceTime them around and everything, and that's probably what's going to happen. Now, maybe some of these facilities won't be closed, but some of them will be, it seems, I don't know what the Saints are doing. I don't know what really any of these teams are doing. I, I believe Philadelphia's closing and some other places. I think maybe the New York teams are closing. Um, it's just very, very interesting what's going on right now. And it's obviously a very, very fluid process, but we got to speak on it. And to me right now, it's a, I'd be fine either way. Now, look, if you want to play free agency just because, look, everything then would get pushed back and that's a lot of time. And Right now, you can't cancel free agency. That's not an option. And you can't move it back to, like, the draft time because now teams, they're looking at free agents. They're scouting free agents. not really scouting the draft because right after free agency is over, then they start scouting draft guys That's and go really hardcore into that. Not like they were not doing that before, but now your whole scouting team is going to be on the draft when before it's going to split probably half and half. So that's going to be something interesting to look at. Now, you can't push it back that far, but I'm just, like, two weeks. Give it two weeks. Maybe, and look, and if you don't have, first of all, this is good because now you can get all the CBA stuff worked out, and that, that's what you use the two weeks for, FaceTime that way, get that figured out, and then two weeks is over. If everything's the same, then we'll just do the free agency basically over the internet and over online in a virtual setting, and if not, then if it's all, let's say, good and everything's better and you could at least have, maybe you won't be able to gather and watch you know, basketball games, but at least maybe you People can meet uh, face-to-face in meetings for free agency. I don't know if right now we're in the case that we can even do that. Uh, I, look, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. I'm just here talking about it as a fan. But that's kind of, I'd be, I, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. And look, do I want free agency to move back? No, I want to see what the Saints get. I want to see what the Saints do as quick as possible. But again, it's it's not the worst thing. It gives everyone some extra time to really hammer out this, this CBA thing. I don't think it would be the end of the world. We'll see what happens there and the other thing is the draft because it doesn't look like the draft will be possible because the draft looking at it obviously in april it's supposed to be in vegas the whole strip was basically like last year in nashville really nice fan setting with all that like it was a great event but now you cannot have all those people in one place it seems so that's not gonna happen are we just gonna go back to like how it was in like the 70s and 80s where you didn't really have a draft party really the 70s really back in the old days and there was just guys in a room picking with pick it wasn't computers but basically just picking guys like and it was in a room and then the commissioner would probably say let's say the ravens are on the clock and then the ravens say we're picking this guy and then the next guy i mean that would be interesting uh if that went down something like that where you just have like 32 of the teams just in there picking their guys and really the old-fashioned way not even televised i'd be surprised i mean Obviously, they'll have a show, but it won't be like a big event where the players come out on stage, which is, again, a big change, but at least you're going to have the draft. The draft will go on, I think, as scheduled. For agency, I don't know if you want to push that back a little bit because there is some human interaction there, and um, we'll see. Like, I don't think it should be a big deal, and I think maybe even visits could go on just because it's one person, and you could probably clear one person to just make sure they're healthy compared to everyone else, and maybe you just, like, meet up Maybe in just like one specific spot in the facility where everyone's allowed just like one room and then every and the rest is just the players are allowed. It's an interesting scenario. 
Well, and a lot of free agents don't even do the visits. They just sign. Because whatever, they probably have their own you know, FaceTimes, all that stuff. But they can do that digitally. And, and maybe that's the case and they don't need it. And it looks like it's going to go on. But I don't think it would be a big deal if they moved it back. And it's not even just because of the, the um, right now the outbreak. It's also because your, your CBA is you're like right up against the wall here. Because you, we don't really know how the CBA is going to work. Because then if the CBA passes, then the salary cap's going to go up. But we don't really know those numbers yet. A lot of things to definitely talk about and get into. I, I don't think the draft will move. I just think it would be... It's not... I, I don't think... I just... This is my opinion. I don't think it's going to be in Vegas. But at least it will happen. And I think the NFL will be on schedule to start in September. That's kind of just my opinion on it. All these other leagues, we don't really know. It's not really my place to put an opinion... Probably not even my place to put opinion on the NFL, but my opinion for the NFL is basically that that's what they're going to do. The Saints, will they take their scouts off of the uh, kind of the draft scouting? We'll see what happens. Draft road following these players around. Probably, probably think the whole NFL will probably do that. They haven't already while I'm recording this. Again, I, to me, I, I'd be fine with that. Look, it's not the best because you obviously want to see these guys throw and everything, but then you could just video in that happening, I feel. I, I feel like... I mean, look, I guess seeing it in person, I guess, helps these scouts. But if not, you can definitely get a video and just probably a better view of just like, and you can get really the footwork and that may be a way to go. And I don't know why that's not happening already. It's, and you could do that and it would be just fine. So that, that's kind of what I'm looking at here with the NFL. And I, I don't think the drive process is an issue. And the NFL, the free agency could be an issue just because teams like to have those meetings. And some meetings are already going on. Uh, Christian Kirksley, who we went over last week, he's been meeting with teams. I don't know how he's been meeting with teams and visiting with teams, but I'm pretty sure it's in person. So I don't know how teams are going to figure that out. Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't really know, but definitely you can't play any games right now because every other league's not. The XFL canceled their league up front, so there'll be no winner in the XFL this year. So this is two straight years of spring football league played, and it'll be canceled midway through. And this year, it wasn't even because of the league. It was more because of this outbreak here so very very interesting very interesting to talk about here but to me i don't think the saints change what they're going to do here and to me again saints are looking at that date monday's the day to go you gotta have all your free agency stuff ready to go and and, and look i like what this team's doing and i like what this team's thinking of and i think this is going to transition well into some other sets of news we're not going to do like a full main topic today i think this is kind of our main topic where we're going to run probably the first half of the show we're already up to 10 minutes it's just it's it's a world topic and um a big world sports topic because sports are not going wrong so next week when all the free agency stuff happens as of now that's going to be people's only way of getting out of this thing and really getting into sports which is just very interesting very very interesting and obviously more as in the nfl is never a bad thing but again it's just again we're still doing every day we're doing a show now because there's no sports people are not gonna have as much sports content if you guys want me to do a podcast every day that could be an option for me. I could probably run that for at least a short period of time. Maybe we can get other people on it. We could have like a Saints every day. We'll, we'll make sure we have some some Saints things out for you. Maybe get a little coalition. We'll see what's kind of going on there. I, I don't know if that's even going to be an option. Just something I'm thinking off the top of my head right now. As people are just, I mean, we don't really know how this is going to go. I mean, obviously, it's just nothing really knows. It's fluid right now. Even the NFL situation is fluid. Everything's fluid. So, but right now, next week, every day, we'll have a podcast basically focusing on free agency. Hopefully not this, but if something happens, we'll obviously get on right away if something major happens where they cancel free agency or anything like that. We'll be on here first thing, so definitely get us at the Hootout discussion here. And again, that's just kind of what it is here. 
very interesting because all these sports, all these sports leagues are canceled. NFL looks like they're going to keep on their offseason plan, which is fine. I really like that, actually. I mean, it's good to have some sports, at least, and to have something to talk about, which is very, very good. And at least it kind of breaks up some monotony when you have nothing going on. I mean, you're, you're looking at, I was looking at the ESPN Plus schedule for tonight, and it looks like it's going to be rugby and Australian soccer right now, and that's, for an American sports fan, may not be exactly what uh, they're wanting. So, very, very interesting as this 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 whole outbreak is happening and sports are now canceled. So, it's just uh, very interesting. I'm not going to talk about if people are overreacting or not. Not my place, and it's, it's really not, for me, I don't really want to get into that. This is a Saints podcast, NFL podcast. We're not about politics. We're not about other sports, even if they were overreacting. It's not really my call. I mean, yes, I'm an MLB fan. Yes, I'm an NBA fan, to some extent hockey, but that's not what I want to talk about right now. What I do want to talk about is what Drew Brees said yesterday, as he expects to come back to the Saints for sure with at most $25 million what he made this year. We're going to get into that after the break for sure, and then also we have some more news here with some other players getting cut, as it was a big cut day yesterday in the NFL. Xavier Rhodes cut. So I guess the no roads closed is not happening anymore in Minnesota. And also a former Panther, Saints Menace, Thomas Davis, also cut. We'll all get to that after the break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion. And now we are going to get into some news here beyond the coronavirus outbreak that's really damaged sports. And we're going to talk about some rumors here because the NFL is still going on because we're in the offseason, not the regular season. A lot of things could obviously happen just throughout uh, digitally and stuff like that. So, again, we already spoke about that. But now we're going to rumors. And it seems like Drew Brees is not only expected to be back on the scenes. We all know that. He's basically saying, I'm coming back. But he's, people are saying around $25 million is what he's going to make. He's not going to get a pay increase. He said he's a one increase. Some people are saying he may take even less than $25 million. Very, very interesting. And, and again... This is very big for the Saints to sign other free agents. Now, we know the Saints, they, they can work around them. Right now, they don't have a big cap. But through the last month, I've told you countless times that they could get to that cap. That they can easily get to the $50 million, $40 million, And that's enough, especially. Because Breeze right now is $15 million against the, against the cap. So let's say you only cost 10 more. It's only $10 million you're really spending towards this year's cap. And that's just to me... A very very interesting thing but he's the quarterback on this team and I, I for this year at least and if he takes a pay cut and I told you this would be the year for him to take a pay cut it just shows that he's all in and who wouldn't want to see that we want to see Breeze go all in and be like look maybe not maybe he takes 20 million instead of 25 he goes I'm all in and he goes um this is what I want and the, I, I want to win I'd rather you guys spend the extra money to get me a wide receiver like Rashad Perryman who I looked at in some tape, and he looks really good. And if the Saints could pick up him, that would be huge. Um, so that, that's very, very interesting. I think he's perfect fit for the Saints, but that's a discussion probably for next week as he'll be hitting the free agent market. So Breeze, I think if he says that, like, go sign a receiver, go sign someone on the defense, go sign multiple guys. We'll see how much he takes. Uh, again, I don't think it'll be less than twenty million, but if it's 25, 20, 20 to twenty-five million, that, that that's pretty. That's pretty good for the Saints, and especially you don't know how they're going to move all this cap. You don't know how much cap he will cost, and again, it, it's it's very very interesting to look at that when you have quarterbacks making into the thirty millions, and he's only making twenty five. Even would be really really nice for the Saints, and I think that's something that the Saints could do. And again, that's just huge. Giving the Saints that cap flexibility and Breeze granting that for the Saints is just 
the pros pro move from him. He's made a lot of money. He's made a ton of money. He's hurt the Saints cap for years. Now maybe he helps them here. He's like, let's go win a Super Bowl here. Because if he does that, that would be such a help to the Saints to go out and win a Super Bowl. And it gives them a lot of flexibility on what to do. So that's definitely really good stuff there. And now we are going to move over to some cuts and basically who was cut around the league. And these are a few players that I, I think the Saints could actually fit with the Saints as they do have some, especially on the defense, a lot of defensive cuts today as the Saints definitely are looking at to add some depth, add some maybe key pieces here on this defense. First guy who got cut and kind of a surprise was Xavier Rhodes. And he had an awful year last year. And he shouldn't make a lot of money. 46.4 PFF grade, which is very bad. He gave up 59 receptions, only 63 tackles. Almost had more uh, receptions allowed than tackles, which is just not very good. He only, I mean, 70 targets and 59 receptions allowed. That's not very good for Mr. Rhodes. And he just had a very, very tough year. He did have a pretty good game in the NFC wildcard game against the Saints. He did play pretty well on Michael Thomas. I think those are the type of receivers he's going to really do best on. And if he's a player the Saints should look at, now this is where we talk. Now, I think he's going to actually have a bounce back here to wherever he goes. I think he just needed kind of a change of scenery. He's got a ton of talent there. I mean, this is kind of how cornerbacks work. You could have cornerbacks having great years one year. The next year, they just have an awful year. It's not like he was great last year. Really, since the 2017 campaign where he was very good, obviously the Vikings made it to the NFC Championship. And um, he was, again, coming into that Saints game where obviously the Saints lost on the mini-miracle. But coming to that game, he was one of the best corners in the league. Now, not so much. And he's really declined over the last few years for him. Only 58.2 PFF in 2018 and then 74.7 the year before. So, obviously, big changes, big dips for him from year to year. So, to me, look at physical, big body corner. He's 6'1", 218. To me, he's not someone that should be opposite Marshawn Lattimore. He should be more of a third corner depth guy. And I don't think he's going to get a lot of money. I'm thinking... Five million or less for him, as it should be, because right now I just don't think that he just deserves that money. He does not warrant a big contract. He's had an awful year last year, and he made the Pro Bowl basically off of his name. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, and 2017 obviously deserved it. But again, it's just something to me to look at. Would I want him in there as my third corner? Yeah, sure. Let's say they have Janoris Jenkins, Lattimore, obviously, and let's say they added a Chris Harris, and then they added him just to assure that up there and that's four solid corners and i'd be like going to the year you give him a show me deal maybe you play him in the slot or something he maybe learns how to play there because that's kind of what he's looking at right now it's something to it's something definitely look at he's going to be now 30 years old interesting it's very very interesting with Rhodes. i don't know if the saints do pick him up but maybe you see him as a depth piece for the saints i don't think he'll cost a lot of money and i think he'll be in the saints price range if they wanted to add some depth in the secondary so that's definitely something to look over there Another guy from the Vikings, Linval Joseph. Again, he's he's getting a little up there on age. Uh, he's 31, maybe 32 when the season starts. It's going to be interesting uh, kind of to see where that leads him because he's been very, very good. Now, he's really a one-tech, but especially the Saints are probably going to lose David Onyemata. You could probably, who, Shai Tuttle, you really haven't figured out which is he's going to, because he could really play both the one-tech and the three-tech. So you could probably figure out where he's going to play and then you could probably put Limval in the one tech as a kind of a backup one tech because he's now getting up there in age and you can have a nice rotation with him and Brown. We'll see how much money he costs, but I don't think he'll be more than Malcolm Brown. And then you're going to have, obviously, Tuttle play that kind of three tech role and then they could kind of play around. Limval is basically, 
He's one of the best. I think he's a very good one tech, one of the best in the game. Three sacks last year as a one tech is obviously very, very good. And I think would even be an upgrade over Malcolm Brown, who's I think was an upgrade over Tyler Davidson. I, I don't think the Saints will get him in there to really replace him. More of maybe a rotational piece. We'll see what happens there. It's going to be very, very interesting to look at there. But three sacks, 71.2 PFF grade, 73.7 PFF grade in 2018. He, he can do it. He's got 44 tackles. I mean, he's a guy that can get in there, run uh, run for a loss, can also get those. Again, he's a guy that can come up in here and do a good job. And big guy, 330 pounds, but pretty quick on his feet. And again, he's a guy that can stuff the run. He's really good up front. He could obviously eat up those blocks. And I think it's someone that the Saints could see for a depth piece for sure. And that's really what you're looking at here. Because you don't know. Look, you're probably not going to have Onyemata. That was a report that came out saying that he's going to get over $10 million, And I wouldn't do that. That's just me. I would not give Onyemata anything close to that. I don't think he's really at the full starter $10 million level. I think Linval Joseph is going to be less. Also because he's a one-tech, not a three-tech. It's going to be something to look at. And I think the Saints could put him in there because you can move Shy Tuttle probably to the three. And then he's kind of your one. And you, you could have a really solid interior defensive line with him. We'll see how much he costs. But that could be something to definitely look out for. And he may get a huge contract. And I think... He's not the ideal piece because I think the Saints would want to replace a three-tech with a three-tech and not have to move any guys around, but this is maybe a last resort option for them. We'll kind of see what happens there, but he was just another guy that was cut from the Vikings. And finally, another guy I think the Saints should definitely look at is Thomas Davis. If he does not retire, he's a player that I want to see in a Saints uniform. Now, look, he's going to be 37. That's something to look at. He's going to be an older guy. But first of all, former Panther, maybe get some revenge on his former team. That's really good to see. I think he could be the perfect fourth linebacker, fourth linebacker for the Saints. Excuse me. You're going to obviously, hopefully, you're obviously going to have Demario Davis. Hopefully have Anzalone for the year. And then your third guy may be A.J. Klein, maybe Alonzo. I said keep one of them or replace, and replace one of them. That's kind of what I'm wanting. Maybe keep Klein and get Thomas Davis, who could come in there in spots when, as a fourth linebacker, and really do a good job as a veteran, really see the field very nicely. Maybe he'd even start over Klein. And then, and he's just such an impact player, even at his age, then, and he's kind of your fourth guy, and then you'll kind of work it from there. Because if someone gets hurt, then he can plug and play and do a very good job. Now, probably that speed's going to start to lose, but that's why he's your fourth linebacker and not your third or starting linebacker. I think that would be a really nice position for him. He had 112 uh, tackles last year, one sack, 61.7 PFF, not the best, but the year before, 74.5. He's a player that can come up in here and do a really good job. And maybe age hasn't got him yet. I know Breeze likes him as a player. It's definitely something to look at if, if you're the Saints because he's a player that can come up in here and do a very, very good job as he's got a ton of talent. And look, he's probably going to get worse and worse each year just because that's how aging works. But maybe he can pull off a nice one-year deal for the Saints, have a good year, and then be very good. Because maybe let's say the Saints add Jamie, Jamie Collins. They have Demario Davis. And let's say they have Anzalone, you add him, and now your linebacking core is probably the best in the game. That's something you can look at too, and he's not going to cost, I think, anything. I think you're going to get him pretty cheap, just cut, and he's now 37 years old. That's something to definitely look at going into this off, into this free agency. Uh, excuse me there, but that's just kind of what I'm looking at from these guys here. Again, I think this is really, when you're looking at these guys who cut, it's really who can give you the most value and where... Because obviously, when guys are getting cut, that means another team doesn't want them. Now, that could be because of a contract and stuff like that. But you're just trying to find guys who can kind of fit into your system. I think Thomas Davis, out of these three guys, I would want to see Thomas Davis on the Saints. First of all, 
former Panther. You want to see him bring it to his uh, team, uh, his former team, excuse me. And then, obviously, he, he's respected by Breeze in that whole locker room. He's just, when he, when he was in his prime, obviously flying all over the place, he can still do that. And as a fourth linebacker, bring him in here. Let's say they bring in Collins as well. It would be really, really good. And think of him, a linebacking core of Davis, Collins, and da- and um, Thomas Davis. And then also maybe an Anzalone-type player. That would be very, very interesting there. Definitely something the Saints should explore. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion and haven't followed us on our various social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you can follow the podcast at Houdat Discussion on Instagram. And then you can listen to your podcast wherever you listen to all your podcasts. That means iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that fun stuff. We are everywhere. Interesting episode. It's really an interesting time, especially in sports where you don't have many sports playing. You don't have any sports playing right now because of this outbreak, this coronavirus outbreak. NFL looking like it's going to continue to play and continue to do its work. And that's why we'll be here covering it. And um, if you guys want something every day, at least for a little bit, just because the sports world is such, it's going to be so bland for the next few days, we'll look into some logistical. Maybe it won't be a big 25 to 30 minute podcast, but maybe it'll be something shorter just to kind of help the content-wise of this whole world. is definitely something for me. I can definitely give some Saints content, maybe NFL, stuff like that, because um, those are the kind of things. If you guys want to know about other things, do like a live stream for a few hours just to talk about this sports world and what's going on here, especially with the Saints. I mean, that, that's kind of what I really want to talk about. It's not really the rest of what's going on. I think all these major sports networks, they got kind of got it covered when it comes to all those, um, the impact, and I'm not going to obviously want to get into that. I want to talk about kind of this knee space with the Saints and maybe some other things. You want to, I know a lot of Pelicans fans are going to be out there and it just stinks because they were obviously making a run at the playoffs. We'll see kind of how everything goes around. It's not like their season is canceled. It's different, I think. I think a lot of people have to look at that. There's a difference between suspended and canceled. So definitely look out. If your favorite league, like the XFL, that's canceled. NCAA, that's canceled. NBA, NHL, MLB. MLB is actually delayed, but the other two are suspended. Very interesting to look at there. But... Again, we're going to be here next week every day for sure, but maybe we'll put out something on Sunday. I think Saturday I'm going to try to figure out logistical things, kind of a schedule where we can actually put out a lot more content. But as of right now, next week, we are doing a full free agent frenzy every day podcast. We'll see what the Saints are doing in free agency. Everything really starts Monday, and this weekend is going to be very, very busy. And the Monday free agent frenzy, we're going to probably recap what happened Saturday. Maybe we'll put out something Sunday to just see how kind of this... this, um, This thing goes with the CBA. I'm sorry there. Um, And we'll probably do that, maybe, and to give a little more content out there. And then the whole week, those five days, we'll have something. We'll see what happens. And it's obviously something to look at. I know a lot of other people won't really be having content. Not people, but networks won't be having content because no games will be playing. It's very, very difficult to have really cover sports without games and news. NFL will have the news, and that's great. So I think that will probably bring us through at least the two weeks, next two weeks. And then really after that, Maybe we'll get to more like history podcasts. We'll talk about kind of how the Saints history and some players we can reminisce about. That would obviously be fun. And maybe we'll we'll do some question answers, stuff like that, to kind of add some spruce to the podcast, some more depth to the show and everything. But I think for now, that will wrap us up. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back, and hoot at.